kids. I hope you're doing well this week. It's chapter 10 already, the month of June, and the eggs are ending their school year. They're so excited. But Benedict is going to get a lesson in honesty, and he's going to realize just how important it is to tell the truth. Let's listen. The minutes passed slowly as the eggs waited for the three o'clock bell. This was the last day of school. They were eager to begin their summer activities. Miss Poach stood up in front of the class. Children, I want to thank you for a wonderful year. You are excellent students. And I also want to thank you again for the beautiful bouquet of flowers you gave to me last week at that big game. She gave a wink to Benedict. In a few minutes, I will hand out your report cards. Please take them home and show your parents. If you have any questions or if they want you to get some summer tutoring, tell them to call the school to make arrangements. Ms. Poach began to walk up and down the aisles of the classroom and handed each student their report card. Benedict took his and put it in his backpack. Peggy leaned over to him and said, Benedict, aren't you going to open it? I will later, he replied. Finally, the bell rang. It was three o'clock. One by one, the eggs gave Miss Poach a hug as they left the room. Goodbye, children. Have a wonderful summer. She felt some warm tears fill her eyes as she watched them run outside. I'm going to miss this class, she thought to herself. The eggs were happily heading for home, but Benedict and Peggy lagged behind. Benedict, did you look at your report card yet? asked Peggy. No, I already know what's on it, and it's not that good. I didn't do so well in math or reading. Well, what will your parents say? Do you think you'll get grounded? asked Peggy. They aren't going to find out. I'm not going to show them. I'm going to tell them I lost it. Benedict seemed convinced that his parents would believe him. Peggy replied, Benedict, that's not honest. Why would you lie? You need to own up to your bad report card. Miss Coach said you can get some summer tutoring if you need it. I'm sure your parents will understand. No, Peggy, you don't understand. My parents won't let me have the businesses I want to run this summer at home. I told them I want to run a lemonade stand and a bike repair business out of my garage. They said if I got a good report card, I could do it. I want to make some extra money this summer. I really want to buy the new baseball video game that's coming out soon, and it's expensive. My parents want me to wait until my birthday, but that's not till November, and I can't wait that long. Oh, I see, replied Peggy. I have a problem this summer, too. My mom wants me to come back home next week, but I want to spend the summer in Albumen. Hey, Peggy, I have an idea. Would you like to help me with my businesses this summer? You can make some extra money and spend more time here in Albumen. Oh, that would be great, Benedict. I'll talk to my mom tonight and let you know. That evening, Peggy called Benedict. Hey, Benedict, I have good news. My mom said I could stay. Oh, that's great, Peggy. Come over in the morning and we'll get started. The next day, Benedict set up the lemonade stand on the driveway and some tools from his dad's toolbox for his bike repair shop in the garage. Hey, Benedict, did your parents ask about your report card yet? Yeah, they asked me and I told them I lost it. That's just the way it is right now. These businesses are too important to me. I have to make money this summer. Benedict snapped at Peggy. And don't ask me about my report card again. Okay, okay, you don't have to be so mean about it, she replied. It's not my fault you're not being honest. She shook her head in disapproval. After a few minutes, she asked, well, what do you want me to do now? 
Benedict squinted his eyes and glared at Peggy. You work the lemonade stand. Here's the lemonade powder. Mix it with the right amount of water. The price is 10 cents a glass. No sooner did Peggy get done mixing the lemonade powder, a steady stream of customers lined up at her stand. She was frantically trying to fill the orders. She looked at the long line and knew she would run out. Benedict, I'm running out of lemonade. Do you have any more? Benedict ran inside and brought out another bag of lemonade powder. Use less powder and more water this time, he said. Well, then should we charge less money, asked Peggy. No way. This is business. We're running out of lemonade too fast. We have to make it last longer. We'll make more money that way. Benedict, that's not honest. Here you go again. I'm only going to charge eight cents a glass since we are using less powder. Peggy, if you want to help me with my businesses and earn half of all we make, then you will keep the price at 10 cents, Benedict said to Peggy sternly as he stomped away. She looked at him and shook her head. She did not have a good feeling about this. However, she did what Benedict told her to do. After all, she was interested in making money too. She had her eye on some new headphones, which she knew her parents couldn't afford right now. At the end of the day, the lemonade stand was getting ready to close, but Meg and Sigourney walked up. Their faces were flushed from the sun. Hi, Peggy, said Meg. Do you have any lemonade left? I know it's late, but we just got back from a hike and we're thirsty. I think I have some left, she said. She poured Meg the last glass. I'm sorry, Sigourney. I only had enough for one glass. I'll run in the house and make you a brand new glass. Stay right there. Thanks, Peggy, replied Sigourney. I sure could use a cold glass of lemonade right now. Benedict followed Peggy into the house. You're not going to open a new package of lemonade powder for one glass, are you? It won't be fresh for tomorrow. Benedict, Sigourney is thirsty. She's paying for a glass of lemonade. What would you suggest I do? Benedict looked around the kitchen and he opened one of the cupboards. Here, mix this in. She won't know the difference. Benedict handed Peggy a small green bottle with a picture of a lemon on it. Here's some lemon-flavored spice seasoning. I don't know why my mom put it in the cleaning cupboard. She probably just put it back in the wrong spot. Benedict, this is not honest. I can't do that to Sigourney. Peggy stomped her feet and stormed out of the kitchen. You are not an honest businessman. I'm not going to work for you anymore. Benedict ignored Peggy's reaction. He took a cold cup of water and sprinkled in some of the spice. He brought it out to Sigourney, who was waiting patiently on the driveway. Here you go, Sigourney, made fresh just for you. She gulped down the drink, she wrinkled her nose, and coughed. Wow, that was the strangest tasting lemonade I ever had. Come on, Sigourney, I have to be getting home. It will be dark soon, said Meg. Okay, see you later, Sigourney waved to Benedict. Thanks for the, uh, lemonade, I think. The girls giggled and headed for home. That evening, Sigourney got terrible stomach pains. It felt like someone was throwing a hundred baseballs at her stomach. She couldn't stand the pain anymore and told her parents. They rushed her to the hospital. The next morning, Benedict opened his bike repair but kept the lemonade stand closed. Peggy was obviously not coming back and he couldn't run both things. That same morning, Reggie and Gregory had plans to go on a bike ride. When Reggie discovered he had a problem with his front tire, it kept going flat. Hey Gregory, Peggy told me that Benedict has a bike repair shop in his garage. He's doing it for the summer. Let's go see if he can fix my bike. Then we can go on our adventure. Reggie and Gregory approached Benedict's bike repair. 
Benedict, my front tire keeps going flat. Do you think you could fix it? Let me take a look. Benedict examined the tire. Sure enough, it needed a patch, but he didn't have the correct size. He thought to himself, I'll just use a smaller patch. It should hold okay. He won't know the difference. After all, Sigourney didn't know the difference from the lemonade yesterday. The boys were satisfied with the repair and went off on their bike adventure. Just then, Peggy arrived at Benedict's house. She walked straight up to him and put her face close to his. Benedict, Sigourney's in the hospital. It seems she drank some drain cleaner. She's very sick. Why are you yelling at me, Peggy? I didn't give her drain cleaner. It was only a lemon spice that I sprinkled in her drink. Benedict was beginning to get nervous. He remembered finding the lemon spice in the cleaning supplies cupboard. You have to tell your mom, Benedict. You have to be honest. Please, Benedict. Peggy grabbed his arms and pleaded with him. Benedict's conscience got the best of him. He ran in the house to tell his mom what had happened. Peggy ran in after him to make sure he told the whole story. Both eggs were shaking as they told Benedict's mom what had happened. And as it turned out, his mom used the empty lemon spice bottle and filled it with drain cleaner and put it in the cleaning supplies cupboard. Benedict felt horrible. Oh no, I poisoned Sigourney. He ran upstairs to his room and began to cry. Peggy and Benedict's mom ran after him. Let's get to the hospital, shouted Peggy. Come on, Benedict. She grabbed him off his bed and all three of them raced to the hospital. Meanwhile, Reggie and Gregory were on their bike ride heading down a hill when Reggie's bike tire blew flat. He tumbled all the way down and hit his head on a tree. Oh my gosh, are you all right, buddy? Gregory quickly picked up Reggie and took him home. Reggie's mom rushed him to the hospital. In the emergency room, Reggie and Gregory ran into Peggy and Benedict and Benedict's mom. Peggy stopped. She was surprised to see them there. Hey, what are you guys doing here? Well, what are you doing here? Didn't you hear? Sigourney drank some drain cleaner. She's very sick. Benedict thought he was sprinkling lemon spice in her drink, but it was drain cleaner. Tell me, why are you here? What happened? Gregory explained the whole story to Peggy. She covered her mouth with her hand and exclaimed, Oh no! I bet Benedict cut corners and wasn't honest with Reggie's bike repair and caused his accident. Benedict, is that what happened? You need to be honest. Please tell the truth. Benedict was hysterically crying. <laughs> yes! Everyone's shock and disappointment showed on their faces. Just then the doctor came to see them about Sigourney. Well, Benedict, said the doctor, with some medicine, Sigourney will be okay. She's very lucky. This could have turned out a lot worse. If all goes well, she can go home tomorrow. I hope you realize what you have done. Benedict apologized to everyone in the room. He knew what he had done was wrong and promised to live an honest life from now on. Later on, he also found out that Reggie would be okay. He had a few bumps and scratches and needed four stitches. As they were all leaving the hospital, Reggie's mom scolded Benedict. Benedict, I hope you have learned a valuable lesson that honesty is the best policy. Benedict kept his head down because he knew she was right. A few days went by. Benedict decided to write notes of apology to Sikorny and her family and Reggie and his family. He also visited them in their homes. He knew it would take some time before things got back to normal with them, but he was thankful they were going to be okay. Benedict had a long talk with his parents. They told him he learned the hard way the importance of being honest in business. 
He also had to realize the importance of being honest in all things, which included himself and his schoolwork. He was lucky things didn't turn out worse than they had. I'm very sorry, Mom and Dad. I feel just awful. The next day, Benedict went with his parents to register for summer tutoring. He was glad to do it because he knew he was going to do things the honest way from now on. He also knew that if he ever wanted to become an honest businessman, he would have to get a good education first. Whew, I'm sure glad Benedict realized the importance of being honest. Sigourney and Gregory could have really been seriously hurt. And I'm glad he told the truth about his report card. He understood that just one lie leads to another, and nothing good can come from that. Peggy also realized the importance of telling the truth. Telling the truth or being honest is the easiest way to live. Honesty keeps you happy and helps you to realize what is right and what is wrong. Reggie's mom was right when she said, honesty is the best policy. Sticking to that policy is the best advice. We'll talk again soon, okay? Thanks for listening, and thanks for being a good egg.